All right, hello everyone, and welcome back to the Golden Ticket Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Sam Gold. And I am Maggie Scaglione. And last episode, we recapped for our first ever episode of the podcast. Catch right. that on Spotify out right now as of recording this. Um, we covered the first Hollywood Week genre round, and now we're on to episode two, which is the duet, duet rounds. Round. Yeah. So overall, how did you feel about the duet rounds, Maggie? I would I would say 50-50. I think there were some really strong duets, and then I thought some other groups kind of clashed with one another, um, could have been stronger, or I feel as though some people um, could have actually been stronger with another person, and I feel like that deteriorated their performance just a little bit. Yeah, um, one of the main themes of uh, last episode that we talked about were questionable judge decisions, and I think that showed here because they had the power to pick the duos this time which right. that was like the big twist of the season and like it, it was kind of stupid that they hyped it up like that it, i mean well the second they said oh so you guys picked out your duos right it, everyone knew that they were about to like switch it on them it was just, it was just kind of like stupid and didn't need all that suspense so right i feel like for a big twist of the season that's not what i would think of yeah. when i think of a, a good big twist but i feel like they're just they're just the, with the new abc uh, the four seasons that they've done so far, I feel like they're being a little over dramatic with pretty much everything. Yeah, I, I like I like the Fox with Simon Cal and all those guys when everything was a little more lighthearted and funny. This this kind of stuff, I think the singers are actually a little bit better. Uh, I mean, there's obviously the old Idol produced more stars, but I, I kind of like the newer versions in terms of the music. Right, and I do like the judges. I have to say they gr- yeah. they've grown on me. I do like they've the judges. I think I think Katie's probably the best judge. She definitely gives the best advice, and she's the most harsh and constructively. What's the word? Construct. She gives the most constructive criticism, basically. Right. I right. think Luke's a little light sometimes, and he makes some questionable decisions. But I like Lionel a lot too. Yeah, I like Lionel. They work well together. So yeah. I- uh, I'm definitely, I definitely will, will not be mad if they all come back for next season together. Oh, I hope they all do, for sure. All right, but let's hop into the duet rounds. So, um, just like last season, they don't do group rounds anymore. They now switch to duets, which I think is better. I, I th- The only thing I liked about group rounds is that you got to see more people. But I think, in general, of, like, the contestants not being screwed over, I think duets work a lot more because you're honing 50% of that performance and it gives them a chance to show more of them. Right, and I think it really shows a lot to your singing capabilities. I feel like going up there on stage, singing by yourself, you know, you never know how, you know, it it really puts you you to the test, I feel like, to make your pitch work and, you know, different tones and everything. Um so I think that there's it's definitely harder. Yeah, it, the thing with duets too, or like when it comes to this time in Hollywood Week, it really shows. It, we're gonna discuss it here with the first uh, duet that you gotta bring it because you're not gonna get a lot of sleep. I'm pretty sure almost right after the first round, they're like, "All right, we got your do, you got your partner, you gotta go pick a song now, and you gotta rehearse now." It's stressful. Yeah, stressful. So here with our first uh, duet of the night, we have Leah Hona and Layla Mock. Uh, they sang Stay by Rihanna. And speaking of what we just said, um, 
we noticed that when we watched the episode that Leona and Katie called her out on it. Um, she was pissed. Uh, Leona just looked like she was exhausted. Um, kind of like a zo- walking zombie. Yeah, she was, she was just sitting there at her piano, just like her voice found it sounded fine, but you could just see it in her eyes, the bags under her eyes. She was just emotionless, and it really showed on stage. Right, and she did equate some of that to being that her brother went home and she's not used to being with her family. And I get that, but at the end of the day, it is a competition, you know, and yeah. you're doing it for your family, which I think she realized later on. So hopefully in the next week she really takes Katie advice because her moving on, I feel like, was a nice gift. You know, yeah. They know she has the talent, the capability, so you know, it's really up to her now. She was given that. Lucky opportunity, I feel like. Yeah, this was definitely her last draw, and Katie made that very clear. She gave her a lot of tough love, um, and yeah, Katie said that she looked like she didn't want it, and as a viewer, it definitely seemed like that, so hopefully next round she could pull herself back together and not act like the way she did on stage <laughs> yeah. that time. Uh, Layla was very good. She was fine, but... um. I could definitely tell the two were not clicking because of Leahona and all the stress and emotions she was going through. So uh, definitely an awkward performance, but both sounded good. And I think it was the right decision to be harsh on her and also let her through the next round. Definitely. Definitely agreed. I think it's a good wake-up call. And it's good for all the other contestants watching, too. Um Competition is not a joke, and you yeah. know she was lucky to get that extra opportunity, but not everyone might. So I think it was good for everyone to see, and the viewers too, because it was nice to see the judges have that tough side and not just be like, "Oh, you did great," yeah. you know. Or I know, you know tough criticism is always good. Yeah, I know this aired first on the episode, but if it actually was the first audition, this was actually the, probably the perfect thing to happen for everyone else around, just because it probably lit a fire under their ass and show them that, look, this is the first audition of the day or the first performance of the day. We're going to be this harsh on you if you're going to act like this. So you better step it up and want it or there's going to be some consequences. So I think this was pretty important, actually. Yeah, and you know that some contestants, they're going to be fighting to the death. So it's like you (laughs) really can't can't take your – yeah, you really can't just take it with a grain of salt. you got to fight for it. Yeah, if you want to be in the industry – there's there's going to be a lot of those kinds of days where you don't get any sleep. You got to rehearse. You got to go sure. out there and perform for a bunch of people, and you got to put on your best you know show face. And you can't be doing that all the time. So uh, yeah, we'll see what happens next episode. Um, okay, and then we have the slew of watermelon sugar high performances. Oh man! I think with each one that came along, it actually got better. But you could tell the judges got sick of it very quickly. Um, the first one was Cameron Allen. And Graham DeFranco, shout out Cameron Allen. He follows us on our Instagram. Yeah. Um, dude, if you're listening, severely underrated. I don't know why you didn't get any more airtime. We saw the, what, the 10-second snippet of your yeah. audition. You sounded really good. And I'm glad they at least showed your duet because um, I, I don't like when they do this once again. I feel like they waste too much time on a story, um, too much time on the judges' banter, and not enough time on the real raw talent. So, it, it, you know, I'm glad we did see him and we know who he is now. But, um, yeah, something like this. Uh, unfortunate that he got cut as well from this performance with Graham. Graham also did a really good job. but um, I, overall, I thought overall it was very solid. And I do think you should have gone through Cameron if you're listening. But, you know what, there's always next year. 
wow next year. No yeah. one's stopping you. It and was, we love you. Yeah, it was the perfect... This duet was the perfect mix of Cameron's rasp and uh, Graham's airiness in his voice, that John Maritone. Speaking of not getting enough airtime, I don't think Graham's getting enough airtime either. I, I forget if I mentioned that in the last episode, but he's very good as well. And, uh, you know, it scares me. Some, we've seen him in every episode, so that's good. But it scares me when someone doesn't get that much airtime like this that I don't know if he's going to make it to live shows. And even if he does, America doesn't know him well enough to probably send him through to the next round by then. So, I don't know. I hope they focus a little bit more on him because he's really talented. Right. Like you said, John Mayer, when I hear him, you know, and I love John Mayer, so it's nice to kind of almost yeah. almost feels nostalgic in a way, you know, to some of, some of John Mayer's old songs that exactly. you know, we grew up listening to. Yeah. So it's nice. I would like to see him do a John Mayer cover. I think that would work pretty well. I think that would. That would definitely wow everyone if they haven't made the connection to John yeah. Mayer already. Like you had Xavier Washington's um, pretty soulful, powerful version of Gravity. I would like to see Graham take it back to the original and make it like the laid-back version of Gravity and sing that. I'd like to like Oh, that's that. a good idea. I think that's a good idea. I yeah. like that. And then we have our second one for Watermelon Sugar High, and it was Bean and Kari. Kari, I don't think, was showed in the show at all so far up until this point. She was, you know... Okay, I think she needs a little more practice. I like the version of the song. It was a little bit jazzier this time. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, Bean, once again, one of our favorites, so uh, we're definitely rooting for him. Um, You know, duets sometimes, when your favorite steps up there, you don't get to hear enough of him. So he still sounded fine, but uh, I'd still like to hear more of him. Mm -hmm. And I was actually worried, too, because I felt like... How do you say that? Kari? Kari, I think. Kari um, wasn't as strong as a singer, and I was worried that would kind of bring down Bean's performance a little bit, but he, he delivered, and he still made um, the best out of that duet, um, despite her singing. So, you know, credits credits yeah. to Bean for um, pulling through like that and still making his performance very strong. Bean's a special talent, so I, I think the judges see that, right. and they're not going to let one, you know, okay duet round just send him out the door. Um I don't think that's fair. I think with a guy like Bean, who, in my opinion, is a front... I don't know if he's a front runner to America, but in our eyes, he's definitely a front runner. So right. I think the judges know he's talented enough. you got to send him through the next round. Um, and then finally, Anthony Guzman, or Guzman, um, the Viking, and Adriel Carrion. He, we never saw him either, but surprisingly, I think this was the best version of Watermelon Sugar of the really night. Really good. And that duo, I didn't really think it would work. But it did. They surprised me, and it was it was very strong. And I really like that version of Watermelon Sugar. Yeah. Especially after hearing it two other times. Yeah. <laughs> it made it okay to hear it again. It was, it was a nice play on uh, American Idol's part that they played it up like, oh, here we go again, third time. And then you know what? It was probably the best one of the night, so. Uh, yeah. I'm glad they showed it. I'm glad they show uh, Adriel. I like when they show new people that we haven't seen yet that are very talented, and I thought, yeah, sure. it worked well, and they both ended up making it. Oh, yeah, we didn't say who made it or not. Um, going back to the first couple, Leona and Layla both made it. Cameron out. Oh, no, we did. We did. We just didn't we mention that. We recap it again. Yeah. Cameron didn't make it. Graham made it. Bean made it. Kari didn't. Okay. And then both made it out of Anthony and Adriel. Yeah. Right, I wasn't sure. I Expected. Yeah. 
And then we move away from watermelon sugar. Thank God. Um, See you soon, but (laughs) summer's coming, so maybe then. It'll probably come back, (laughs) for all we know. Um, Madison Watkins and Deshaun Goncalves. I think that's how you say it. Um, They also sang Stay. So we're five five duets in. There's two songs so far. (laughs) Stay and Watermelon Sugar. We're doing good on the variety. Yeah. Um, But this was actually really good. Um, Great chemistry between the two. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if both made live shows. Right. Good bond, too. Good relationship. Um, and I think that helped their performance a lot, you know, that connection. They connected with each other. They connected with the judges. They connected with us at home. Good singers. And I would love to, I would like to see them go far. Yeah, they were very well in sync. Um, I don't remember Deshaun's audition being that impressive. I know he was a very good piano player. He sounded good in spurts, but this really impressed me with him. Uh, he was very strong throughout the whole performance. We knew Madison was pretty good. She sounds like Tori Kelly a lot. Yeah, um, definitely We know get that'll that bring vibe. her far. So um, I thought this was a perfect duo. Uh, good, good pairing this time by the judges. For sure. And then we have the drama between Claudia Conway and Hannah Everhart. They sang Sign of the Times by Harry Styles. So we got... Only Harry Styles and Rihanna, six <laughs> duets in, once again, not a lot of variety. Um, but yeah, do you want to talk about um, how it all went down and how Hannah at first was not pleased with having her, Claudia as her partner? Yeah, that was that was something. Claudia was searching for her partner, and when Hannah did see her, she kind of walked away, and Claudia was like, well we have a duet to do, and we're running out of time, and all these people are practicing. Um, but it seems that they got they got they got it together, um, and then by the end and by the time they sang their duet, it seemed like they got along well and were actually pretty close. Um, I think that that pairing probably wasn't the best. Not not even just because of personality wise. I just feel like Hannah Everhart is such a strong singer, and Claudia is good, but I feel like that was kind of undershadowed a little bit um, because. I think when you put the two next to each other, it's clear which one's better. So I feel like Claudia should have had someone more her level and maybe her voice would have been brought out a little bit more. Um, But that being said, um, she's good. Potential to come back. Um, I just think having your partner as such a powerhouse singer makes it hard for you. Um, So if you can't really step up or if you kind of, your voice kind of gets pushed down, um, Vocally, it's it's hard, so yeah. you just need to make your voice as strong as it as it can, despite who you're with as yeah. a partner. It was it was really two things for me. Um, like you said, it was basically she was trying to keep up with Hannah the whole time. Claudia's voice is fine, but it's clear that she needs a lot of training still. Um, and like you said, she can come back and hopefully be better. But I think this was the right time for her to be eliminated. Um, Hannah did eventually go through. But yeah, I think this was really just this pair basically happened for ratings purposes. Let's be honest. We knew the two were gonna clash. Uh, they both personalities. Um, but yeah, Hannah's clearly the stronger singer, and I didn't like the song choice either. I think Claudia could have sounded better, honestly, if they didn't pick a song that made her strain her voice so much. I was gonna say on one of the high notes, it seemed like it was she was struggling a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, so... Nothing wrong with it, but you could tell 
it didn't come as easy. Yeah, all three songs Claudia sang this season were just a little bit too much for her, and I would have actually liked her to sing something more mellow and light, but we didn't get to see that. Mostly with these two, it's about ratings, so I'm not surprised with this pairing here. I liked her pink boots, though. I wonder where she got those. (laughs) Doc Martens? Oh, maybe. I would (laughs) have fallen on the stage with those, but she definitely pulled them off, so... 10 out of 10 for the boots. 10 out of 10 for the boots. All right. Um, And then we have Alex Miller and Emmy Sunshine. They sang I Walked the Line by Johnny Cash. Here's the thing with Alex Miller. We both like him. He's fun. He's funny. He's energetic. He's a good personality. But I think this is his last shot to sing something like this before he's got to switch it up. A little bit. Just a little bit. He can go back to his roots in the live shows if yeah. he makes it, but I think give give us a little variety, you know. I'm not saying Take like, risks. sing, you know, R&B now or something or go to a different genre. I would just like to hear not such an old school song like that. Um, no more Johnny Cash for a little bit. Still sounded good. I actually liked Emmy Sunshine more in this song. Oh, interesting. She ended up yodeling, which is interesting. But honestly, listening to it back, it wasn't, it wasn't too bad. I, I actually enjoyed the performance. Um, the judges seemed into it, but not as into it, uh, at least for Alex Miller, than they were the last two rounds. I could tell they were also kind of getting sick of him doing the same thing over and over again. So it will be interesting to see what he does in the next round and see if he switches it up and if the judges will like it and if he'll make it to live shows. Yeah. Um, and then, so both end up making it. And then we have Murphy, Murphy. and Lizzie O'Very. She's the accordion girl. And they sang Dreams by Fleetwood Mac. Um, I think Lizzie sounded better this time. And Murphy, he strained a little bit away from that storytelling voice, the light storytelling voice and he sang opened up a little bit yeah he opened up his range and i thought the song was interesting i don't know if it's a good or bad thing i think it was a really quirky performance right i wouldn't say it was murphy's best but um yeah i don't know the judges did have to say that um lizzie really opened murphy up and I guess I could see the sparkle in his eye. I feel like with Murphy, I've always kind of seen it, you know, um, that genuine um, sparkle in his eye. But I feel like that was a good pairing for him, just in case, you know, because I feel like it brought that out a little bit more in him. Yeah. You know, he always, he always had it. He shows it. But, um, you know, what worried me was that maybe he would have a partner and he wouldn't be as enthusiastic or excited and... You know, you got to keep that going. So I think that was a a good pairing for him. And, you know, he seemed to have a good time. I think a worry with uh, this pairing is that at first you might think, ooh, maybe he's he's probably going to sing something a little out of his comfort zone. He might be trying to keep up with her. But actually the opposite happened, and he opened up, and it sounded pretty good. And the judges liked it, and she actually brought him up. I wouldn't say I would still say his uh, genre challenge performance is my personal favorite, mm-hmm. but I can see why he made it through. Um, interesting song. Lizzie did not end up making it, but um, right. you know that's what happens. Cuts get um, cuts get crazy. Oh wait, did she? It's I. I think I wrote down that Lizzie made it, but I don't. 
No, I don't she remember did. if she did actually. Actually, you know what? I think she I think did. She did right? Actually, never mind. I think never they mind. both did. I gotta be honest. I'll bet all my money on her not making it through the next round. I I don't see her going through. Sorry. Not one of my personal favorites. Yeah. I don't know. One of those that I don't know. Yeah. Other people might have should have. They like could have the taken her place. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and then we have Cassandra Coleman and Wyatt Pike, Too Close by Alex Clare. Great song. Personally, my favorite duet of the night. Sam loves Wyatt Pike, so maybe he's a little bit biased, yeah, but I don't know. it was good. I don't know it what it is. Good. Very uh, good. He just sounds good. He just, I don't know what it is. He just sounds good. I liked, I liked the way he really dug deep into his solo parts in the mm. song. I think as a duet, this, uh, they sounded great. Uh, I probably would say the last duet of the night, which we'll get to, is a deep contender. Probably the more favorite among... America. Yeah, America. But, I like this one a lot, I have to say. Yeah. I think um, both Made of them... Made grow on me a little bit, you know? Yeah. Starting to give me that X factor for sure. He's definitely distinct. I think he's a great shot at making it to live shows because we haven't seen a lot like him lately. So I think that works in his favor. But... Cassandra's really underrated as well. Um, just a great song choice, honestly. Great, for sure. All right, and then we move on to a dramatic um, instance in the show. This happens about once a year where an ambulance has to come or an EMT because something happens. <laughs> um, oh, so this man. is Rana Felton and Funke Lagokie. I, I'm so sorry if I'm pronouncing this wrong, but I, yeah. Um, I got it. They sang Tell Him by Celine Dion, and yeah, we could brush through the performance. I mean, both of them are pretty average, in my opinion. But the main story here is that Funke was not feeling well while Lionel was giving his judge judgments, and she literally, I don't think I've ever seen this before like no, this. No, I've never seen this. Maggie, do you want to explain? I mean... It's as simple as it gets. She just fell face forward. I, I don't even know. I was just, my mouth was ajar and yeah. in shock. We yeah. both looked at each other and we were like, oh my God. After like five minutes, we were like, wait, did that still happen? Like, yeah. It was it was really shocking because usually, usually it's not as serious as that. Like usually someone will, you know, feel dizzy and be like, um, can I go see a doctor or something run off stage? But this time she literally just fainted. Her head hit the floor, whipped back. It was crazy, honestly. Uh, They went to commercial, and then they came back, and it said that she was dehydrated. But we found out that she's fine now. She only had some minor uh, stitches, I think, in her chin. Right. So she's better now, thank God. Thank God. And thank God she could still perform, you know? Yeah. Regardless if she makes it or not, if I were in her shoes, or, like, regardless if she makes it going forward, I should say, at least not have to stop her self in the competition or, you know, make it through and not yeah. see what she can give because of, you know, her injury, her yeah. fall. So at least she's still in the competition, still pushing through, you know, still has that shot to give it her all. Cause after mm. all she did make it. So, you know, um, it would stink to make it and have to go home. You yeah. Know? But here's the interesting thing. I mean, Lionel Richie was tearing into them. He was like, ladies, that was a train wreck. And then he started talking about uh, Funke and how she wasn't, she didn't really sing that well. And then she fainted. And then you cut after commercial. Lionel's talking to Rhonda on the audience seat, and he's like, "I know that was traumatic. Don't worry. I had good news to tell you. You're both making it through." To be honest, if she didn't faint, I, I don't think they would have made it through. 
Or yeah. at least, I don't think Funke would have made it through. I wonder. That's something that is definitely on my mind. Yeah. I'm questioning it, questioning it a little <laughs> bit. Because um, what are you going to say? No, you yeah. can't make it through after exactly. you fainted. You know, <laughs> you, mentioned you never it would, know. It would really suck to wake up and be like, and Lionel's like, oh, and by the way, you didn't make it. Right. Uh, no, I, I think you just got to let her through after that. So You have to. Yeah. All right. Um, we'll move on. We have Willie Spence, Powerhouse, and Kaya Monet. She was not featured as well up until this point. Um, I get why she was featured now. She's with Willie Spence. They also sang Stay by Rihanna. This was probably the best version of the song of the night. Um, mm-hmm. I think they both had powerful voices. Um I talked about last episode how Willie, I thought his performance of All of Me was overrated. And I think he showed me a little bit more this time, and he sounded a lot better. I agree. I like this performance. Um, Like you said, Kaya, even looking at the name, I don't recognize it. Luckily, I remember the performance, so yeah. you know I have an image in my mind. But, um, yeah, good duet, I would say. And obviously, we know Willie Spence. Um, and... Almost flawless, I would really say. I don't have any critiques for him. Very yeah. strong, very strong, strong voice. So this is the first time I'd say Willie Spence was flawless this season. He had the amazing run with Diamonds uh, in his audition, right, right? And then all of me, he was solid. But honestly, I thought he was overrated. But this time, he proved himself. If he keeps improving like this, I'm gonna hop on the Willie Spence train. Oh and yeah, I'm definitely gonna refer him down the line for sure. And then we have a couple duets that literally had five seconds of airtime, I want to say. Um, one was Ben Dobson and Henry Thompson. Saying Mercy by Shawn Mendes. Yep. Um, they they were called like the Hair Brothers or something. They both had long hair. Mm. And um, I thought they were underrated in the five seconds that they got. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and their short really little clip. Yeah, um, they deserve more airtime. And that's all I could really say. Both actually ended up making it. Yeah, so... We'd like to see more of you guys, American Idol, if you ever listen. Yeah. Give everyone equal airtime, <laughs> especially people that could, you know, be stars. You yeah. never know. But sadly, knowing American Idol and how they edit everything. Yeah, we can hope, though. Maybe it, maybe they'll listen maybe. to the podcast and change maybe. their mind. It, as if, if we follow the pattern of American Idol, what I can see them being is rather we just literally don't see them in the next episode at all, and we're just assume they don't make it or we see him in like a quick montage of people that didn't make it so i would i'd be surprised if one of them make it made it to the top 24 because they've only had five seconds of airtime up until this point right and then um jazzy rose and ray i think jazzy rose is also a new one we saw ray's performance yesterday i thought she was decent Decent. but a little bit forgettable um they sang common by Marin morris and yeah i cannot remember this performance for the life of me if i'm being honest (laughs) Yeah, Can me you? neither. No, I'm so sorry, but it just it just happens when it when there's a montage and you're not great or really bad. I just instantly forget you sometimes. That's yeah, <laughs> sorry. I mean, at least we're talking about you, but hey. I can't remember your performance. But hopefully, it's okay with you. <laughs> okay, we'll move on. Um, Zach D'Onofrio, one of our personal favorites, yeah. and Sloane Simon. They sang probably one of the worst song choices they could have possibly Not picked. a good way uh, at all to bring out their voices, especially Zach. Honestly. They sang uh, You Make My Dreams Come True. Right. Um, I love Zach. I really wanted to see him go far in this competition. I 
I think he was the only audition I listened on repeat. I loved his song, like his song choice and how he sang that. And, you know, even though it was just a short 20 second clip, I just kept listening to it on repeat and repeat. And I was excited for him to go far. Um, but unfortunately, he didn't make it. And I just think the song choice was not good. And I feel like him being in a duet wasn't suitable for him. I feel like he's better, you know, on his piano by himself, singing into the microphone, you know. And some people, that's just their forte, you know. Sometimes it's not about singing with other people because, you know, they might not be as strong. And so I was real. I was hoping the judges would say, you know, don't do this again or, you know, I'm just send him through. But they didn't, so... Yeah. Two, Very upset. Don't want to talk about yeah, it. <laughs> two people I want to shame right now because Zach deserved better. Judges, I shame you. Where in your right mind did you think Sloan Simon would be the best pairing for Zach? Like, just, I don't know where that came from. Total polar opposites. Um, Zach even mentioned it in the, in the pre-intro yeah. before the song started. And second of all, shame on you, American Idol, for giving us that great Golden Slumbers audition and then not even showing him in the next round mm. and then just showing this and sending him home and just everything just went wrong uh, uh what really got me was he was crying when they showed him after and yeah. you know it was I a just, slow and painful death there was more for him i know that there was you know i mean definitely because he did audition for american idol a few years prior um definitely an improvement so you know yeah. i really really hope Zach, if you're listening, come, come back, back a third time, you know, because, you know, it's just, we didn't want, you went too early, so you got, you got to make up for that by coming back next year or the year <sighs> after. We'll wait. We'll wait. I honestly thought he fit the script uh, of one of those people that were good and distinct enough that even if they were off in their duet performance, uh, they'd still give him another chance and they ended up not. So, uh, very disappointing. Just very disappointing. Very disappointing. disappointing. All right. We got all that airtime too, you know. Yeah. So it's like at least at least we have his audition to look back oh, on. Oh, definitely. I'm still listening to that every day on repeat. <laughs> so uh, you know, if they take that off, then I'm gonna yeah, really then I'm gonna be to, mad. Yeah. Oh God. Um. And then we have Chase Beckham and Christina Doherty. Almost a Daughtry again. Um. They sang "July" by Noah Cyrus. Don't really recognize the song, but one thing I think we meant uh, we noticed here is that. Uh, maybe a love connection between the two? I would say. Definitely it, something there, you know? I mean, a guy like Chase, I don't imagine crying too often. And he and he cried right after yeah. um, uh, Christina got eliminated. He went through, Christina went home, and pretty emotional it. about it, to be right. honest. And it was an emotional performance. I thought Christina was all over the place. She was... Yeah. She, sounded like she lost her voice in some parts. Um, but Chase, once again, proving that he could be top ten. Uh, literally hasn't been off key all year uh all season let us down that's for sure yeah uh i could definitely see him going far so good on his part christina a little bit of a mess so i understand right she did not make it right so that was good yeah i would have been yeah not very happy if she made it and zach didn't so (laughs) you know at this point we got we have to pinpoint anything against zach because uh (laughs) and then we'll we'll write up to the to the uh, producers or the judges uh and give them a piece of our mind. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. They don't know what's coming for them, <laughs> Sam. Exactly. Um, maybe Zach should have fainted. Oh, I know. Maybe, maybe he through. should have fainted. Yeah, I think that would have worked. Uh, but um, 
Next year. Next year, next year. Um, okay, and then we have Althea Grace and Camille Lamb. First time we saw Camille Lamb. Um, this was interesting because at first it didn't seem like they were clicking. Um, a little bit awkward. And then Althea gets a call and finds out um, her daughter was in the hospital. And things really started to change. Um, it was very emotional, very stressful. Uh, Camille let her have her time. And then they got back together. They went over the song, and you know what? They sang uh, You Don't Owe Me by Leslie Lamb, and I thought it was a pretty solid performance. I thought it was really good. Um, Nice to get a little taste of Camille. Um, I actually looked up her Instagram a little later on and um, started listening to some of her performances, and glad that she's got some airtime now because I didn't really know she was in the competition Mm -hmm. or even existed before. Um, But my personal favorite, I still... Um, love Althea. I hope she goes top five. She deserves it. I think she's great. Althea, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's still she. She's still a little bit better. For my one of my personal favorites between these two, both are very good. But I just like Althea a little bit more. I think your Althea this season is my Wyatt. I think so. Like, I, I for get a girl. Yeah, yeah, I get she's pretty good. I don't see her as like a star. Mm-hmm. Per se, but I get, I understand why you think uh, she's one of your favorites. I like her. She's distinct, has a nice look, you know. So, and she's she's like our age, so you know, yeah. I feel like I I connect more to people our age. So yeah, I think seems like someone nice. you can get along with too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I see that. Definitely matches my personality. I would yeah. think so. But it was yeah. nice to see at the end that these two got along and they both went through. And things ended up working out in the end. And her daughter was okay and everything. So yeah, that was, good. So that was nice. Good ending to that story. Yeah. Not faint. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Um, okay, and then we only got two more. So we got Hunter Metz and Ava August. They sang Dancing on My Own by Robin. And I thought, overall, it was just a solid duet. Yeah. Um, emotional, I would say. Um, and both made it, so that's nice. Yeah. Um, I think Ava, I think Hunter actually, I said last episode that Hunter's going to go far because the girls are going to love him. I think that Ava August is actually really, really talented. And I think she has a better shot at making it pure talent wise than Hunter does. I think Hunter's going to coast on his looks a little bit. Mm. Um, but I think out of the two, Ava was the better singer, especially this time. Um, Hunter's got that weird... Uh, I don't know what to say. It's like a baby voice at the end of his notes sometimes. It's interesting. Yeah, you were saying that. I, I pick up on that a little bit. I would, yeah. I, it's not something I would recognize, I don't think, if you didn't say it. But after having after you had said that, I, I could see that. Yeah. So I think both of them will go decently far. Um, but I would not be surprised if Ava went farther, honestly. Yeah. I think she showed her voice in the song well. And even the judges, they were pretty impressed, too. I could see it either way. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if Hunter went farther. I wouldn't be surprised if Ava went farther. Um, I feel like they're both around kind of the same. Yeah. I could see vocally, that. but never know. And then um, lastly, we have Grace Kinsler and Alyssa Ray. They sang Grenade by Bruno Mars. I know most people are going to say this is the best duet of the season. I'd call it probably the second best of the episode, in my opinion. Even it though- was great. Um, but it depends what you're looking for. Are you looking for powerhouse or authentic or, you know, a little bit quirky? Yeah. So, um, for powerhouse, I think this was the best, not my personal favorite. Um, very, it was entertaining to listen to, but I don't know. I feel like, um, I'm not as, yeah, I'm not as wowed by the powerhouses as I am 
with the authentic and yeah. Although I do have to say, Grace, I mean, she can sing like oh, that. For sure, for sure. She Not was doubting pretty that. insane in this duet. Yeah. Um, also, too, pretty good. I think she had to keep up with Grace a little bit, but she just sings fallacy. And like I said last week, uh, last episode, um, front runner to win the show really is. Um, mm. It's going to be hard to compete with her when it comes down to the nitty gritty. I think so. I think so. But yeah, both ended up making it. Obviously, obviously the judges were going crazy. Um, they all stood up. They're all cheering. Luke Bryan was waving around his hands like he always does when he gets excited. Yeah. So they were. I think Lionel was like, "Oh, you are absolutely going through." And yeah, uh, that was that was a big moment. So that was good. Judges really had fun there. So yeah. it was nice to see literally everyone. Yeah. So into it, you know. And then that's it. That's all the duets. Um, there's a couple people we still haven't seen that uh, I thought stood out in their auditions. And uh, weird that we haven't seen them yet. Anna Lee, still haven't heard from her. The Yubba girl. <laughs> that's what we call her. Oh, right. Yeah. She sounds like Yubba. Um, hopefully she didn't drop out or anything because she's one of our personal favorites. Right. Um, and then Benson, uh, the TikToker who was on the very first episode, um, we heard that there were rumors that he actually did drop out. And he got some sort of deal with Imagine Dragons, which I thought was good for him. But I thought it was odd. Like him, I, I couldn't imagine that pairing, him and Imagine Dragons. I didn't really read into it or anything. I don't know what it's for, but I thought it was interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. I I would have wanted to see him this season. So, I mean, hopefully those rumors are not true. But if they are, we wish him the best. Yeah, unfortunately, it's probably true because right. with a person like Benson, I think we would have seen him by now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, at least some mention for sure. Yeah. And then lastly, Jason Warrior. He was the guy who was on The Voice and The Four, the other two competitions. And then he came and audition for Idol. Yeah, I think he was also in the first ever episode. Um, he right. was pretty good. So, pretty good. Interesting that we haven't seen him yet. Uh, I know he was in that montage yet, uh, the last episode where it said that he went through. Same with Annalise. So, that's why I'm still confident that those two. We could probably see next episode. But yeah, Benson, don't know what's going on there. Right. But yeah, that's it with our duets, Maggie. Um, great recap, Sam. Yeah, great job. Um, we'll be here for next week's, uh, I I think it's two episodes as well, Sunday and Monday. So Ooh, we got two, double the fun. Yep, double trouble. <laughs> so we got two episodes coming out next week. Um, we're very excited to be doing this. This is our, our second episode. We're getting kicked off. I'm excited, Maggie. I'm excited too, Sam. I think I think well, you already have the hang of it, but I think I'm slowly getting the hang oh, of it. Oh, you got it already. Yeah. I, I, we got this. We so. got this. Yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed listening. Um, I do believe that now our spot our podcast is on Anchor and Spotify, hopefully within the next so couple give it days. A listen. Yep. Next couple days it'll be on Google and Apple Podcast. And then you guys can follow us on Instagram at Golden Ticket Podcast. And yeah, that's it. So we'll see you guys next week for our next podcast episode. And thank you for listening. Yeah, thank you for listening. See you guys next week. See ya.